Hey, how's it going? I'm Dave Lasowski, and this is How to Win with Video. In this episode, I'm joined by Kyle Kaplanis. Kyle is a TikTok branding and marketing expert, and he's head of talent at his agency that actually represents TikTok influencers. He also hosts a podcast called Biz Talk, so he brings a ton of perspective to the table. I'll be totally honest, before I connected with Kyle and we hopped on and talked about all of this, I was a TikTok naysayer, and I believe in either last episode or the episode coming out after this, you'll hear me uh, talk a little bit of crap on TikTok. But Kyle has pretty much completely changed my perspective, and I think he's going to do the same for you, so make sure to listen in. Some of the things that you're going to hear us talk about in this episode include the huge advantage of TikTok's algorithm right now compared to other social media platforms how businesses of all sizes can and should be using it, the ways that TikTok is actually kind of revolutionizing job hunting, some strategies for growing quickly, why it can actually be better to have a smaller audience, the debate of Clubhouse versus TikTok and is one better than the other, and why posting the same content across all your social media platforms is actually hurting you. We're gonna jump right in with Kyle talking about how he never expected any of the opportunities that have come his way from TikTok and how he just got thrown in the deep end and learned how to swim real quick. Here we go. Yeah, so I mean, my daughter started creating on the on the channel, not looking to do anything, right? Just being a standard creator, started getting some traction. Um, she went from like from maybe a thousand followers to ten thousand pretty fast. That's what caught my attention because I was like, man, how many people grind on these other socials to get ten thousand? You gotta like grind, right? So I was like, how does this happen? So it caught my attention. I was definitely in the beginning like TikTok was not my thing. I was like you guys like turn this off this app is so childlike and annoying uh, but that caught my attention so i kind of rode the wave with her to see what's going on she went from like ten thousand to a hundred thousand and then from a hundred thousand to like six hundred thousand all within maybe like four months total and i was like holy smoke so she's at 2.1 million followers now and through her success and because it was so early nobody knew what was going on so i really deep dove and, and jumped in board and was following all the things i had access to her account so i could read her analytics and i was like seeing what's going on and watching the trends take shape within the platform and, and this was around 20 2018 you said correct yeah 2018 is when the the app was acquired for so musically um was the app and then in a summer of 2018 is when TikTok purchased that and, and took it over. And that's when she started creating on the app. And then it was a few months later um, that she started getting traction and, and emerging. So yeah, it's been, it's been since then it's been mad. I can't yeah. believe it. So she got in really early and then definitely, I mean, even now though, people are exponentially growing so quickly. 100%. Exactly. So it's still early, but, yeah. but at that time, you were respiratory therapist. Yeah. No, you just, somebody picked you up and just threw you in the deep end of the pool there and you yeah. either sank or swim and you are, you are swimming. So yeah. What do, what was that process like of going from like working, just doing a, a, a standard, incredible, but standard job. Mm -hmm. And then like, like I said, getting thrown in the deep end and just having to learn all that quickly. Like you said, looking at analytics and figuring out what the song yeah. means. Well, how'd you do it? 
<laughs> you know, I've always had an analytical kind of mindset. I'm the guy that's like, you tell me something and I'm like doing calculations after you say it. That's just, that's just who I am. So I've always had that. And I've always had that like entrepreneurial spirit, right? I think there's people that were just kind of born with that. So, but as traditional like society and parents kind of guide you like, Hey, get a job and, and do all these things. So yeah, I picked a good career. Obviously I honestly loved what I did. It was great. I got to help people. I worked in ER trauma, learned a ton. In fact, it helped me with my other things in life, um, that I've got to experience and, and help me in my career now, to be honest. But, um, I really was kind of craving more of my own success and what I could do and time management, being able to be flexible and doing the things that I really enjoy. This was that opportunity for me. And I, I saw it kind of picked it up and now I, I can work from anywhere in the world if I wanted to. Um, I, you know, that to me was more powerful and, and exciting than, than the career I chose. So it was, I knew it was something I needed to, to roll with. Yeah. So it's more so a mindset than it is figuring the things out. Yeah. Cause anybody totally. can, if they really want to figure things out, it's about being, having that determination to do it. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people I think are fearful to change. Um, but deep down they really like want to, like they want something different in their life. And I just said, you know what, like life's too short. Cause that's what I learned in the hospital, right? How many people I saw come in and that was their last day. Like they, they took their last breaths right in front of me. So life is short. And I was like, you know what, I gotta, I gotta just roll with this is I just knew in my gut and my heart and everything. And it was going to be a big change. It was going to be, I had to learn completely from the ground up. Like hundred percent, but it wasn't too, because I was so passionate, I think I was able to pick it up really quickly. And because it was still a new platform, I was the level with everybody. Even if you had other social media experience, TikTok's a different ball game. Like it's not the same. So it was kind of, I didn't have that pressure of needing to, to know everything like some of these other industry experts and other platforms. So it was the wild west. Everybody was learning exactly what went and what, what didn't at the same time. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible, man. So early on, you, you recognized this opportunity, big opportunity. Things were happening exponentially. What was kind of that turning point from when you realized, okay, this, this growth is happening quick to, okay, this could be a serious business and business endeavor. Yeah. So she started like my daughter started getting brand reach outs early, um, probably like 200,000 followers. She started getting reached out by companies in her email. And, and because it was new to all of us, I was like, oh my gosh, like this is crazy. You're actually going to be making some money on here. No way. And, um, it was a slow, like a small, small money, like maybe $200 per song, like per video, um, which, you know, still great. Cause she was doing maybe like three or four a week. And, um, which was, which was really cool. But then as it started growing, we realized, holy, there's way more opportunities out there and there's other partners, not just music sources, there's brands, there's things that you can kind of monetize your accounts with. There's, there's ways to, you know, add merchandise, there's all sorts. So we realized, okay, this following is now an opportunity to, grow into a full business, which my daughter is 19 and probably will never have to work a traditional job in her, in her whole life. I mean, will she be able to maintain her, her following for forever? Maybe that's going to be up to her, like to be able to like take that, but she's 
been able to make a career and make a lot of really good money to where she can now invest and start looking to move it into other directions if necessary, like consulting or there's so many opportunities. It's crazy. Yeah. You build up that core pillar and then, you know, it's so solidified that you can stem out from there. Exactly. Direction. It's like NFL players who make all their money and then open restaurants and do investments and consult and all these different things. Exactly what it is. Yeah. Yep. That's incredible. Um, so, so there's very clearly, uh, this opportunity there for what we would consider traditionally like creators or influencers. Um, but I'm sure that a lot of people who are maybe watching this or who are those late adopters are thinking, well, of course there's going to be you know, brand endorsements and brand deals for people who are, you know, providing that entertainment factor, Mm -hmm. uh, because that's what people are there for. It's kind of seamlessly fitting it in. Um, but what about people who are there as business owners, people who are there as, you know, someone trying to build an audience, uh, for the sole purpose of, I want to grow my business. Right. Is the opportunity there for them too? And if it is, how does that kind of compare to the, the, what we would traditionally consider like influencers? Oh my gosh. The opportunity is insane. It is like the best place to grow your business because so little like, and with influencers, I'll kind of tie it all together, but you know, other platforms like Facebook or Instagram, which people drive for their social media strategy within their businesses, that's a, they go to those platforms, right? But they they have a hard time with it. They're like pi- buying, like paying for consulting or buying a lot of ads in order to get the reach because that's the only way to really do it in that space. Well, with TikTok, because the algorithm is so interest based, focused on people, your content is going to be pushed to those specific people without having to pay for that advertising. So, which is really awesome is it should be part of your strategy because for one, it doesn't cost you anything. And for two, you're going to get more reach than what you've paid for on other platforms like, like Facebook or IG, who I feel like their costs are going up and up to reach the audiences that you used to reach. So you have to pay more and more and more to reach those people. Um, so it's just been, it's been fantastic for that. Now there's tons of businesses on there who are already in the space and leveraging that because they're able to humanize their brand. So traditional media prior to TikTok was really um, this traditional advertising like that you'd see on commercials and TV. And a lot of people were taking that advertising and moving it into social media, but not really changing it or anything, thinking like, that's what we do on TV. So it's going to work in this space. Well, you know, 80% of traditional ads actually fail. So on TikTok, you know, they say, it's time to humanize yourself, like be real. People want to see the real aspect of, of your business or your brand. So on there, you get to just have fun, let loose a little bit, show people like, what does your brand mean? Who are the people behind the company? What are you guys striving to do? And reaching millions of people for free. I don't know why people are like hesitating on that. And yeah, like, I mean, with influencers, um, the space is still growing in there and there's, there's just so many opportunities. There's a lot of brands who are using influencers for, for their campaigns or marketing because these people have built their audiences and, 
and can seamlessly talk about and integrate these products into to videos super well. So it's it's definitely there's opportunities hundred percent. Yeah. I had a feeling you were going to say that. <laughs> now, there's there's kind of a, in from my perspective, like a line in the sand, and maybe you can help me get rid of the line, where if you are someone who's like a coach or a very online scalable business, mm-hmm. TikTok makes sense because you can do all the things that you said, connect with the people who are all over the place, who have that interest or, or need for what you have to offer. Mm-hmm. But does the same stand for more local businesses? Think like, you know, the, the roofers, contractors, yep. dentists, those types of things where traditionally everybody's preaching Facebook advertising, Google advertising, super targeted, find the people in your area, that type of stuff. Yep. Um, is there a space for them to find success on TikTok? Absolutely. So the cool thing about TikTok as well is they've done a really good job of targeting your audiences to be local as well. So it's not just global reach where you're like, Ray, I own a local business. I don't need to be reaching people in Australia when I'm here in the US in, you know, Las Vegas or something. So um, they've done a good job where it also gets pushed to just your local community. Um, you know, and I'm, I work with this, um, one of our talent is actually a bathroom renovator business in New Hampshire. Um, he's grown to almost 2 million followers just by showing people the work he's doing and helping people like DIY and teaching them, but he's gained a ton of business locally in his community because of it. There are tons of restaurants who are doing well. Local real estate agents are switching their focus to TikTok solely to get, um, to get reaches and, and selling houses and all sorts. Cause they're making it in such a fun way. There's tons of opportunities. Um, I'm working with my uncle who owns a local, he owns a pretty really successful local flooring company. And there's another flooring company that is based. I, I forget what state they're from in the U S but, um, they, uh, they're, they're killing it. They've grown to almost 4 million followers and they, they do flooring. And so I'm, I'm talking to my uncle cause he's like, is this the way to go? I'm like, yes. So uh, there's hundred percent for anything like your brick, your, you know, your traditional brick and mortar store to uh, online e-commerce selling product goods to services. There's opportunities for everybody, even like B2B, to be honest, there's a lot of businesses. I've made tons of connections in my field for B2B that are now how like, selling business to business just through TikTok. Really? Yeah. Interesting. That was actually going to be my next question because yeah. you know, it's it's one thing where you're you're getting served to the people who want to see it as time goes on, the way that the algorithm works. Um but I guess it also is a matter of like, well, is your audience there? Yeah. And evidently they are. So, yeah. so can you, can you give me maybe like a, an example of, of that, what you've seen where like that B2B situation is working? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And a quick fact as well, you know, 35% of the app is of people over the age of 35. So just saying there's tons and that number know. is increasing 
rapidly because people are just like, oh, what is this fun space? So an example would be um, one of my friends, uh, Corey Connors, who actually was one of my guests on one of my podcasts. He, uh, he works for a packaging company that helps businesses figure out what is the best packaging solution for their products or services. He has gained huge clients through TikTok because his focus on his channel is, hey, showing what packaging works, giving like ideas of, of packaging ideas. Um, he does duets. That's a huge feature on the app. He'll duet people showing their product if, and he'll tell people this is good or not. And businesses are now reaching out to him and saying, Hey, here's my product. Can you duet me and tell me if this is good? Give me some ideas. They're reaching out to him. He says that his company gets called all the time saying, I only want to work with Corey. I'm reaching out to Corey for my package goods. Um, so that way their business can use that service now to, you know, to start, to start creating better packaging for the world and environment. So there's tons of that going on a ton, but that's a great example yeah. that I know firsthand of, of having success. Well, that's, that's incredible too, because it's, it's, um, you kind of reach that point where, okay, you are doing these videos, you're doing these TikToks where you're doing the duets and you're, you're basically reviewing people's things. And then when you build up an audience by doing that, not only do people want the benefit of having that legitimate review, but you figure you're, you're being shown to a wide audience too when, yeah. when you're the one that's being reviewed. So it's almost like a, a double win. There's all the more incentive for people to want to work with you at that point. Exactly. There's job hunting going on in the space as well. So um, one, another guest I had, Rob Cancella, he's a LinkedIn profile builder and a resume kind of guy. He, so people send him their resumes. I he, watched this. I actually yeah, watched it. I loved it. Yeah. Him? Yeah. But yeah. go on, go on. <laughs> yeah. So people like send the resumes and he does a full performance, like review of your resume right there on TikTok. But I was talking to Rob and I was like, Hey, and he said that there are some people now creating videos saying, Hey, we're hiring do wet this or stitch this, which is two different features on the app of give us some reasons why you would love to work for our company. And now they're hiring strictly through TikTok because they're able to see somebody's interaction with their video and how can they be creative in that space versus a piece of paper, you know, which at the end of the day could just be a little bit of a BS. You can, you know, we've all tweaked it or, or had somebody be like, Hey, what can I change to make this really stand out? Or <laughs> how can I make this sound like something way more than it is? Totally <laughs> change the light bulb, improve the environmental atmosphere of the, exactly. of the workspace. <laughs> exactly. So like on paper, you can sound, you know, you could, somebody could be a little bit different, but in a video to really capture somebody's like how they feel authentically that I feel to me in a company company, culture is one of the most important aspects you could teach you could teach um like skills or that people need for the job but you can't really teach that personality so i think people and recruiters are realizing that and saying hey this is a great way to capture somebody's energy and 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 focus and let's see how they are able to create in this unique space so i think that's going to be something that we see more more frequently in the future this is something that i for so long have thought about and wished that there were a way to, to use video in job applications. Yeah. Back, I guess maybe five years ago now, before I was really kind of leaning into um, my business, or maybe even we'll go like three and a half years before I went full time, I was sending out job applications left and right. I was wrapping up college at the time. And, you know, you just you send them all out and you hope for the best. And you hear back so little, it's discouraging. Uh, but I knew, I was like, if 
once I'm in front of people, it's exactly. a whole different ball game. You know, totally. it's like, you're just hoping that this piece of paper will get the foot in the door. Yes. What if there weren't that barrier to entry? And yep. now we're finally seeing it. I never would have thought that TikTok would be the platform <laughs> or the vehicle to get there. Yeah. But lo and behold, it's happening. It's mm-hmm. mind blowing to me. Exactly. And so many people have that, that challenge of, and it sucks because you might not be able to pay for somebody that can help you with your resume to make it sound good. So the recruiter actually takes a look, you can be the best candidate out there, but because these recruiters are so using these systems that just read it right so you have to like write it how the computer can read it which sucks for those who don't have access to that stuff but they could be amazing so this is just so cool that you can be out there and and share your skills so i'm always telling people too, look if you're looking for work you can use tiktok as well to showcase your skills that you know within your industry and i'm telling you there's people watching and listening i've known a few people who've gotten jobs who weren't even looking um, or like uh, employers weren't looking, but they found somebody who's like, Hey, I love the content you're creating. Let's have a chat. Um, that's happened to several people I know who've gotten really big positions in companies that they would have never gotten, but because of the content they created, the company was very interested in working with them. So there's so many opportunities to leverage it, not for all, your own personal brand or your own business, but even just for employment you can create a ton of opportunities by just creating video and showing people what you know. Yeah. So that's, that's something that I didn't expect to to hear, honestly, but it's, <laughs> it's so cool because it's just another way that the boundaries are being pushed. And, and just from everything that you've said so far, it seems like what TikTok is doing really well is just pushing these boundaries. You know, a lot of people will look at it and think they'll just see the surface level. People dancing or, you know, doing, that's always the go-to is, oh, it's just people dancing. It's like, is that so bad though? (laughs) I mean, like there's, I don't know, there's, there's all the surface level stuff that people see and they immediately dismiss it. And I will admit, I'll be the first to admit that at one point I was that person also, Mm -hmm. um, over time, you know, you realize more like, oh, wait, if you interact, it's going to show you what you want to see. Like the little bit that I do use TikTok, it is now figured out like, oh, he likes seeing snowboarding videos and like funny stuff. It's right. like, yeah, okay, this works. Yep. But um, it's, it's, we're seeing now that people are figuring out ways to use it that are maybe the creators never even thought about, you mm-hmm. know, recruitment, uh, <laughs> just like reviews of resumes, these little right? different things. It's people being creative and figuring out how to use the platform. What are some of the more creative ways other than the ones we've, we've mentioned that you've seen people uh, utilizing the tools available to them with TikTok? Yeah, for sure. I just want to touch base as well quickly about dancing because somebody, because I thought, I thought this was actually kind of funny and I want to just add it on. Somebody said that they were really put off by the dancing, right? That really turned them off. And now they've added a cup. they've added some dancing to their, to their videos because they were like, you know what? It's fun. Like it's actually fun. So they did a whole 180 and now that's actually part of their content strategy because they're just letting loose and people are enjoying that. So I think sometimes we were so like inundated with being so professional and you can't, you can't dance if you run a business and people were like, no, you're human. If you enjoy it, like show it. So, but no, there's people being creative in 
all aspects. I mean, people are talking about coaching. There's, um, um, in fact, I'm working with a client today who does voiceover work. And so she's using the platform to, to help educate people about, um, using your voice and becoming a voice actor, how to get in that space. Um, there's all there's all sorts of funny there's people who are doing it for for comedy and creating series like they're almost creating full shows in, in ways you know that people are coming back to learn and 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 like watch and be entertained there's people who are doing finance classes like teaching all about stock markets um like i said real estate is a huge huge thing where people are doing really well they're showing unique homes and then people are going crazy about it there's a guy on the app that's really popular about asking people what do they do for a living based off their car so he goes he's grown really fast he just says hey if they see somebody in like a, a lamborghini or maserati or anything he'll just be like hey what do you do for a living and then he gets that response so there's all sorts of fun different there, there's something for everybody for sure in this space regardless of what you're in for like tech finance education anything you can name it there's people in there creating but there might not be a lot so there's room a hundred percent room for growth for for new people wanting to come in and and take in that space yeah that's awesome it's uh very very versatile as a platform very now have you seen a, a difference in the impact of, of engagement and reach and everything from uh, a TikTok just like shot on a phone in the platform, everything like that versus something that's kind of a little more professionally put together and then uploaded there. Cause I've seen basically your exact setup now. I've seen a few of yours where you kind of have this setup going mm -hmm. with like the, the text boxes above and below it and everything like that. Uh, do you notice a difference in those ones versus like more just kind of like, hey, here I am. That's totally how you TikTok too. Hey, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, to be honest, like it doesn't make a difference where I am. I've yeah. had videos, some videos do better when I'm least expecting it. I'm just like in the kitchen or something. Um, so it, it that's the cool part is it's not about what technology, like what, what, uh, products you have if you have a better camera or anything the the only thing that you can do to make yourself stand out is to share what you have so the only thing that i can mention with tiktok is you do have like a two second three second window max to get somebody's attention so the videos that i've done best for me is because of the hook not because of where i am or what what i'm doing which people that, should should run with anyway and we are in a very an age of very short attention spans regardless yes. of tiktok or not <laughs> exactly so there's lots of strategies behind that i'm still learning that every day are you kidding there's things i'm like okay this was a good hook and then it, it didn't do as good and i'm like oh okay and then there's sometimes i i don't think it's a good hook but it was apparently so there's lots of different methods but the cool thing with tiktok is you get to just try things. You don't have to be like on an Instagram feed where we're, a lot of people were really big in the aesthetic. Like, how does it look when somebody comes, right? Like, is it going to fit? And if I throw a video of my dog, it's going to throw off the entire page because it doesn't fit within my brand. But oh. on TikTok, you can just do what you want. If you want to talk about your dog, but you talk about your business as well, you could do it. It, it. There's no aesthetic there. You just get to just show up. So you get to try all sorts of stuff. You can try the same style of video, like the same exact messaging in 10 different ways and just post all 10. You're not going to annoy people because of the way the algorithm pushes it to the for you page. 
those videos will be displayed differently to different people. So that's what's so fun about it too. You, there's no limits. You can create as many as you want and and have fun with them in all different ways. Yeah. So, so the way that the algorithm works is we've talked a little bit about how it's going to, as a viewer, it's going to figure out what you like to see based on what you're watching and engaging with. It's going to start showing you that specifically. It's going to narrow yeah. it down. Now, how does that work in reverse when you are the publisher, the creator, is it going to figure out what type of content you create mm -hmm. and, and then show that to the right people? Um, it, it seems like it would just make sense that way, but yep. with the algorithms all over the place and the things always shifting, I wanted to figure out what you've noticed about it. Yeah, no, it really is that simple. And that's why it's so powerful is, you know, you talk about photography in your video, it's going to pick up what you mentioned. So the AI, the AI behind the algorithm, like it's not heavy on hashtags where some of the other platforms are really like it's like seo focused with based off the hashtags it's not like that it can sense what you're doing um in the video it can pick up what you're saying if you use a little text on screen features it can it do that and then it will display it to those people who've engaged with content similar to that so maybe they like photography stuff so it's going to push it to those people versus your whole followership this is why you can create different niches it's not going to just push it to people who follow you it's going to only push it to the people who want to hear that regardless if they're following you or not so that's what's so cool about it whereas other techno like uh, other platforms i mean um if you're following if you have a bunch of followers but you do create different content it's going to push it to them and they might not care about that part of your business they're like i could care less so they scroll and they might get annoyed because you're now giving them information they don't care about so then you might lose followers or people are not going to be as engaged with you because you're just giving them things they don't care about mm -hmm. so um whereas on yeah we're on tiktok it's going to push it to what you want to see and that's what's fun that's what makes it unique and that's what makes the engagement so strong. You're going to drive way more comments um, on there. You're going to have people really involved. You're going to get people giving you tons of feedback. And so, which is going to help your business because if the more feedback you get, the better you can grow in and understand what's going on in your business. So it's just a yeah, fantastic place. Yeah. Now, I, I listened to, I believe it was one of your TikToks where you were talking about, um, I think it was like a law firm that restarted their page like four yes. times to get it right and, yeah. and their, their process to, to kind of figure that out. So to my understanding, it was they would put out like three or four videos a day uh, for the first week. And if none of them reached a certain point of, of virality, like 25,000 views or something like that, mm -hmm. they would take down the whole page and start over. Yeah. So, so <laughs> that's, I mean, talk about strategy. If it worked, it worked, which apparently it did. But what is the benefit of a strategy like that versus kind of uh, pushing things out, seeing how they work? and then tweaking from there. Yeah. So there's, there's a lot of truth behind their strategy that they do think. Um, so what happens is the algorithm needs to know who's got social currency, who's going to be a, like, 
do, are you going to be a trusting source of good stuff? Are people going to share your content? If you are, they're obviously going to favor you because you're doing great things for the platform. So their method methodology with that was, okay, we have this short window of opportunity to get some traction, which will then tell the app, wow, these guys are doing a great job right away. Let's go ahead and start featuring them more um, because clearly people love them straight away. Whereas if, if you kind of go the slower method, like, like my account, right? Like I'm just doing whatever I'm not, I, I, of course I'm making content for it. Um, I would love some growth, but I'm not trying to really drive into some of these strategies. I'm doing other things on the side. I'm helping my daughter and things like that. But if you do it like more slow, you still have opportunities, but you do have to create a little bit more content to let the app trust you enough that you're going to show up every day. You're going to be consistent and you're going to put out good content. So the method that they were doing, that's like hardcore. They wanted to grow. They had a plan to reach masses, millions of followers right away. They knew what they were going to do. If somebody's going to do that, you have to have a plan just like them. They planned out all 12 videos to be perfect. And I mean, if you check out their content, it is incredible really high production like for one it's really high production is high quality they do a lot of transitions the film work is great everything they say is planned out and perfect so if you were going to do that strategy you you definitely have to have a hardcore plan there are some people who've had really good success in the beginning weren't even planning it their first video had millions and they do they get pushed in the algorithm and their videos will have more success so but it's hard to it's kind of hard to plan that way but there's no I've had good videos um, with 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 my content that have happened like 40 videos later. So it just you just have to be consistent is the key truth. If you're looking to be hardcore like those guys, that's a good strategy. But you have to be like ready and have a good plan. If not, consistency is the key to success. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I've heard you sit, talk about how you'd rather have that slow build yeah. with the right group of people, the right audience, rather than that virality that yes. can, you know, go come in waves, mm -hmm. um, which just without knowing as much about the platform as you do, just with everything in general, makes sense to me. Yes. I'm sure it makes sense to a lot of people. Um, how have you noticed like that affecting uh, the the growth of your page or, or rather let me back it up real quick. You're, you're managing these different TikTokers and everything. So you've got a lot of that going on. What is your goal with your page? What is like the ideal outcome when someone checks your stuff out? Uh, what do you want them to do? Yeah. See, that's, that's a tricky question because so many people are like niche down, niche down. My goal, I think is just to get people to know who I am, um, learn about the things that I do, so to be kind of like a fan of, and not like a fan, but like a, a person of that I give the right resources to them, uh, they could trust the the sources that I have. And my end game goal would be I'm building out a um, like mastermind kind of group for people. So I would love to take those leads and drive them into that you know that source and and funnel system, which is a huge aspect of it you the funnel the funneling you get from tiktok is massive um you have lots of people reaching up because you've built that trust and they're like seeing you quickly too like getting to the point which is so powerful so that's like my goal and i it's really important to i think build a slower community because a lot of people think that they want this viral success. They want to have millions of followers but you have to ask yourself why would you want that many and if when you can answer that and have a plan, 
to handle that many, then you could be prepared because there's a lot of creators who struggle with mental health um, because they didn't realize that it comes with so much responsibility. There's a ton of pressure. Um, you have now millions of people watching you and the cancel culture is so big right now in the world. So they have to watch everything they do. They're like, great. What did I say when I was eight years old? Could that cancel me? <laughs> so yeah. like, um, there's a lot of things and, and there's a lot of people that are not prepared for that. I've talked to a lot of creators who ended up quitting after getting millions because they couldn't handle the pressure and they weren't prepared for it. So I say the slow trickle is good. You start building that community. So that way, when you do maybe get a hater once in a while, your community is so strong that they actually like handle it for you. They swarm it. <laughs> they do. Like they'll handle it for you. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. I got enough to yeah. take it on. And, um, and you only get a few versus like, when you have millions, you, you know, you, you deal with it every video, you're going to get a ton of haters. So, uh, for, for mental health, if you're not prepared or kind of built that slow trickle where you understand how to grow and you can talk to your community, like, how should I handle this and start building that mindset? Um, that's the best way I think personally for people to, to grow. Yeah. One of my favorite YouTubers, uh, Sonny Leonard Dozzy, she is just basically a, a, like a coach kind of mentor person for people building up their YouTube channels mm -hmm. with the intent of uh, using it for business. And one of the things that she says is people don't realize how little they're of an audience they need for them to start seeing the results that they actually want. Mm -hmm. Like if people are trying to drive traffic to exactly. one of their offers or something like that, you don't need millions of, of subscribers. You yeah. could have a thousand and, and be killing it. And she has case studies of people who, who have that going on. And so it, it seems like it would make sense the same way for TikTok where, or anything in life. It's like, would you rather have a million people who just know you or a thousand people who would like go to war for you? Exactly. You know? Exactly. And, and that's, that's another great thing too, is I, I do tell people, and sometimes I do get caught up on the views and I made a video about it showing what do those views look like with people? Because some people think, oh, I only got 500 views. I'm like, can you imagine? Okay, go into a room and fill it with 500 people. And you're going to be thinking a totally different perspective. And of that, like Gary V talks about this before. He's had a many, he's had some big opportunities come with people who've listened to a presentation of his with seven people listening. It only takes the one person in the audience that can make a big decision or a few people, like maybe 50 of those 500 people listening, actually take action for your product or service. That's a huge game changer. You And I've seen the vice versa. People have had millions, have done nothing for their business because it was just a really cool content idea that people liked the video and it went well, but people didn't really care about the person overall. They just liked that content. So building it slow, people get to learn different sides of you. And now they're following you for you, not just that piece of content. So you, you do have to look at it like that. But even 50 views, like put it in perspective, any meetings, like I did, oh my gosh, I did MLM for so long. Cause I was thinking that was like my answer to like being an entrepreneur. Right. I'm not hating on it. There's some people who've had success, but, um, <laughs> man, if I could have a room, even when I had like 10, 20 guests in there, I was like, oh my God, like, this is crazy. Right. You're seeing people <laughs> there and it's like, oh my God, yeah. there's a group here. <laughs> Yeah. So when people get like 20 views, they're just like, like they hate on it. I'm like, okay, but 
you, how, you don't know that of those 20 people, somebody could be booking a call with you right now. So like one of those people that you've reached some new people. So I say be humble and just make content you love and don't focus on that. Just focus on showing what you know and it will be successful. Because that's, that's going to yeah. resonate with the people who are in your audience that are going to watch that. Like you mm-hmm. said, you may not have a million people. You may, you may not have a thousand people. But if you've got 50 people who actually care about what you're saying, it's, if you consistently put that type of thing out, they're going to keep coming back. They're going to become the fans. They're going to become the people who are, are so into it and with you through it all. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've had a couple of guests quit their job, their nine to five, because they're having so much success on TikTok with 10,000 followers. That's it. Um, so they don't, you don't need million. What my favorite creator, she was a guest on, on my show. Um, it's going to be live in like two weeks from now, but, um, her name's Giselle Ugardi. She only has 120,000 followers, but her content is awesome. I know it's a hundred percent truth. Um, she's had ton, a ton of success with just that many followers. She does not need me and her even discuss, like you do not need a million followers to have success. You, I've known people that are monetizing their accounts between 25 and 5,000 just because of the unique style that they're bringing. So, yeah. Now to, to contrast between the world of influencers and brand deals that you are, your agency is, is kind of managing and facilitating uh, with what we just spent a lot of time talking about businesses who are building up these kind of cult followings. If these have you found situations where these businesses are getting these brand deals or is that kind of like not meshing too much? Is it usually the influencers get the brand deals, the businesses get the advantage of having people to put into their funnels? Yeah, I would say that it's mostly the influencers, but a lot of these brands, um, the people running them are now become kind of treating themselves like influencers as well. So there has been a lot of bland, uh, brand collaborations with people creating content together um, and have had success in that way for sure. I, I know um, one of my friends, um, she's on the app. She has done some brands with some diet, like her, so she has a whole business, but her, her side hobby that she talks about as well is like her fitness journey and, and her health and wellness. So she collaborated with another brand um, to talk about that on her platform. So there are, I have seen it. There are definitely opportunities. Yeah. That's great. That's, that's kind of what I figured I would, that would hear there too. And it's just uh it's cool because the more that we're talking about it, the more a lot of it makes sense. And I'm, I'm hoping that's kind of my goal with this is for it to, to make, start making more sense to people who are listening and are watching, you know, yeah. there's, there's so much uh, confusion about what this can be. Yeah. And so, you know, your mouth to everyone else's ears, here's how it actually is. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, that's I won't, I won't, don't even want to necessarily dive into like the, the specific best practices of like, you know, when's the best time to post something and, and you know, how, how should you format something? Because I, I know that you've got content for that. I know that you've <laughs> got the, the works and you've probably talked about it forever and ever. Um, you know, my main thing here was like, let's get people understanding what this actually is, the opportunities there, yeah because there's a lot. For sure. You know what I do want to ask, because I heard you mm-hmm. mention it in uh, one of your podcasts that 
that I had listened to uh, was was Clubhouse. Yeah. And actually, I think it was the. I'm not sure. It was one of the recent ones. Somebody somebody had said, you know, most of the people that you probably know on Clubhouse, you probably know. Whereas with mm-hmm. TikTok, there's a level of anonymity to it. Yep. Uh, which is cool because it kind of lets you more comfortably be yourself or reinvent yourself there. Yep. Now, other than that, what do you see uh, as kind of the main contrast between the two platforms? They're both these newer platforms that not everybody has adopted yet. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there's a lot of opportunity or new opportunity on each where people are saying, I I made all these connections and everything like that. Um, Who do you, who do you think is like a right fit for clubhouse and who do you think is a right fit for TikTok or both? Totally. I was just going to say, I think both are, both need to be combined Um, because clubhouse is only voice focused. It is live focused. You can't just go back and listen to recordings. So you need a place to put your information that can be found at any time, but also video is really a huge component. People do need to see you. They need to see like your style, what you can show, but the voice element is very smart because it is a great place to drive communities to your stuff because you can go into a room and, and have a conversation like me and you It's really, it's much easier to engage quickly and be like, Hey, like we're very like-minded. I like your, your vibe of, of like your personality. It's hard to gauge that versus like texting. So when you get comments and stuff, you can't really, it's hard to build that interaction. That's why like the live features, people use that a lot to try to build audiences, but the other, the people watching your lives can't give their voice. So clubhouse is really so fun um, for people. So my strategy is I use clubhouse as well. Um, and I use it quite often. I talk about helping influencers with brand deals on the platform, helping them strategize some of their content. So I create these rooms where people can ask me questions quickly and effectively, but then they could come to my video content and learn other aspects of, of things. So it's, it's really f- I think people should be using both in their, in their strategies for sure. I've had a lot of opportunities come from clubhouse already. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. It's, it's almost like uh, clubhouse acts as like the webinar or the live stream type thing. And yeah. then, and then the TikTok is like, Hey, here's all your existing database. It's like, uh, go, go find, go here, go find my yeah. existing content, the evergreen type stuff. Exactly. And the cool thing is like businesses can use, clubhouse like they could build a tiktok and then say hey community if you're on clubhouse i'm doing a room where you have the chance to talk to me and ask me questions versus just live and asking like voice i mean like by text you can ask me live so we can have an engaging conversation and the crazy thing is there's people like my daughter one of her best friends now it was a fan for a long time and once they were able to connect by voice like they finally like got on a call or whatever they were like hey yo you're actually cool like let's be friends and now they're like really great friends right but um so that voice aspect it could be really helpful for your community and you can actually gauge real people's feedback so it's a really cool strategy to to drive people there even if you have like four people that could be huge because you can get you could ask them a ton of questions about your brand or like, Hey, have you used our service? Talk to me about it or product or pay hey, my video content. What, what do you like to see? What has resonated for you? So yeah. Yeah. So many cool things. It there really is. It's the, the floodgates have opened in terms of what can be done. Uh, the ways that people 
should maybe start considering, uh, mm -hmm. you know, pushing their own boundaries. Yeah. There's kind of these, these conflicting schools of thought where it's, you know, focus on the things that we know works because they work. It's like, just get really good at those and then dabble with the other stuff. But then there's also, you know, this other school of thought where it's, there's newer things. There's new opportunities here. It's still the wild west. Don't you want to be there? Mm -hmm. Don't you want to be there now and start seeing what can be done? And it almost seems like there's, you don't need to be mutually exclusive there. It's almost like, Hey, you know what? If your business is doing Facebook advertising and doing these other types of things, it's working for you. That's great. But maybe also kind of dabble over here in the wild west a little bit, see yep. what's working over here, implement a strategy there. I'm I already know your answer, but those strategies aren't going to be the exact same thing. Are they? No. You can't just no. take what's working over here and no. be, you know, let's just drop it over here. Yeah. 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 And I, you know, I have some good feedback on that too, is this so many people kind of try to take the same concept and put it on all platforms. But remember this, if you're putting the same content somewhere else, why the heck would somebody need to go to your other con like your page store? So let's say you're on, you're on clubhouse. You're talking about the exact same thing you're talking on TikTok or you're on Instagram and you posted a, the same video that you just posted on TikTok. It's like, okay, well, why were, are you trying to get people to come to your Instagram when it's the same? You're not bringing any value. So my strategy is each platform should be treated differently and a little piece to learn more. So that way somebody's like, you know what? I love this. Uh, what's over on their Instagram? Whoa. I didn't know that they shared like more behind the scenes on this type of thing. This is so cool. Oh, what? They have a longer form YouTube content on this. This is so cool. Like I, I learned more or maybe they're um, on clubhouse. You're giving a, a totally different perspective. So you always want to keep your platforms uh, having a little bit of a different element. So that way it, you can be more diverse. I don't you know. Wanna, why so, yeah. You want to be able to reward the people who care enough about you to find your other platforms. Yeah, exactly. If they're just going there. They, they decide they love you so much on TikTok or they love you so much on Instagram and they go to another platform and it's the same exact thing. It's almost like you just betrayed them. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like, they're give them like, something okay. more. Yeah, yeah. They're like, why do I, I don't need to travel all the way over here to see you when I could just, I just watched you there. So like on your stories, like give a different element maybe to, to talking about it or like people who produce really good videos. I always tell them, put those on your TikTok and on your Instagram, maybe show behind the scenes of what it looked like. So that way they're like, wow. So they, they want to come to that other platform and that's how you're going to drive you know, success throughout these, these, these areas of focus. So, yeah. Yeah. That's great, man. Well, we, we tackled a lot there. I think it's, it's, uh, <laughs> you could give a master class. You could give a whole like college oh course gosh. on, on, I could talk for like it's year straight probably. Yeah. About all well, this. dude, that, whatever that mastermind <laughs> is that you're building up, I, it is going to be necessary for a lot of people, I'm sure. And you are in the position absolutely to be the one to give all this information. So, you know, dive into that for sure. Um, awesome. Will do. But, but yeah, man, thank you for, for just like being so um, open with all that and, mm -hmm. and, you know, feel just giving away the keys to the farm. It feels like, because there's, there's a lot of confusion. Like we've talked about, there's a lot of um, just misconceptions about what it is. And I feel like you just squashed all, like all of that. 
you know? <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. There should be like no misconceptions. It's, it's just like any other platform. If you're using Facebook, you could be using TikTok. There should be nothing holding you back. So yeah. Yeah. And get loose people. Just get loose. with Yeah. It. Just have fun. <laughs> people want to see people having fun. They're over like, like suit and tie professional and people are done with that they just want to have fun especially this like quarantine has really opened their eyes of that like working from home and realizing wow like life is can turn like you better pivot and just be able to have fun with it and roll with it like we're all on zooms now people are are dressing less professional because they're just chilling in their pajamas right and so I've got shorts on right here. (laughs) Exactly. I'm actually like wearing jeans today, but typically I'm wearing like either basketball shorts or whatever, but yeah. (laughs) So yeah, yeah, for sure. We are, we're in the age of authenticity and that doesn't mean just like, you know, giving people a a glimpse at at what goes on when you're wearing your suit. It's like giving people a glimpse at you enjoying yourself. Mm-hmm. So. The suit can only take you so far now. Like before, people were like, "Okay, the suit gets my attention to like look professional," but now it's like, "No, your words, your words do." I, I, it's all about like what can you teach? Because I know people in suits that have not done a good job with it, but I've known people who are wearing a t-shirt. Like Gary V is a great example. I mean, the dude wears like hats or hoodies and jeans, and he's killing and, it. And people pay a lot of money to hear what he has to say mm-hmm. and, and, and they, they swarm to hear what he has to say. Exactly. Does not, I don't think I've ever seen him really wear a suit. <laughs> I, I, he, I, I don't know if I'd be able to find a picture of him wearing a suit. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, it's not about that. It's about what you say. So you get to just show up and, and have fun with it. Yeah. So. Cool. Couldn't have put it better than that myself, man. I think that's, that's a good spot to, uh, to wind it down. Well, Perfect. Kyle, dude, thank you again for just like giving us all of this and opening our eyes. Appreciate yeah, you, man. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I thank you so much for your time. It's been, it's been awesome for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping that at least somebody who watches this decides to take the, the deep dive into TikTok. I hope so. And if they have any questions, they can absolutely find me. Yep. I'm going to make so. sure, like I said, I'm going to make sure to plug all your stuff so they know where to find you. Get Perfect. all the good, the good golden nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you. So there you have it. I never thought I'd be saying this, but right now, TikTok is the biggest organic growth opportunity for a business. It's at a point right now, kind of like the early days of Facebook and Instagram, where you didn't have to pay for ads just to get your stuff in front of the people that you want to see it. My biggest takeaway from all of this is that We're in a day and age where everyone's preaching about authenticity and it's gotten so watered down and really lost its meaning. It's it's just a buzzword at this point. And honestly, TikTok as a platform is promoting what that's really actually all about. It's just being yourself, putting that out there, and then it's going to do all the legwork to connect you with the people who actually want to see that and care about that. Basically, it's rewarding you for sharing what you know and having a good time doing it. I'll be honest, it's still all really new to me, but Kyle is a pro at it, so make sure to go connect with him. I'm going to have his links in the bio, and check out his podcast, BizTalk, too, where he brings on guests and talks about all different aspects of using TikTok for business. If you watch this on YouTube, make sure to give a thumbs up, leave a comment with what stuck out to you the most. And if you're not already, subscribe because we've got episodes coming out weekly. If you're listening in on Spotify or your favorite podcasting audio platform, 
give us a nice review because that would be pretty sick. Go connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm David Lasowski over there. Follow me on Instagram and go connect with me on TikTok now. I'm at Entrepreneur Bra on both of those platforms. So I hope you like this one. If you haven't yet, make sure to check out the episode before this and make sure to check out the next one. Until then, as always, drink lots of water, be nice to people, and keep on winning with video. Mm-hmm.